All right, I'm in the new setup now. I see that. I see you're in the new setup. I'm in the room. Your room. I got the. What's got the over/under on on how it's gonna sound? Well, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping it's gonna sound a lot better. Did you test it? Absolutely not. Thing, Marty, this is the thing. I spent all weekend getting this set up, like all weekend, yeah. the entire weekend. A good chunk of it. I did. Uh, I did lawn stuff. Um, got my lawnmower running for the first time in a couple of years. Got um, what else? Mowed. Uh, weed eated. I did all the laundry. Reinforced some um, uh, the closet racks and everything else. And then move things around. Got the room all set up, so I got the soundboards up. So it hopefully doesn't re- reverberate. Um, Did uh, you say reverberate? Reverberate, whatever the word is. I don't know. I learned. I I learned words by by reading them. You know that. And um, yeah, rearrange some things because I'm having the person move into my other room here soon. So I had to get everything out of that room and do some cleanup. So it it was an all weekend kind of thing. I was I was busy. I didn't even get a rock and stone. Are we just gonna let's just jump into it because I want to hear about your roommate situation here. We can we can worry about clapping at the end. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot to it, but okay. <laughs> hey, welcome back to Plans Are Optional. This is Andrew. We are joined today by Marty and just Marty and. That's it. We're going to apologize in advance because. Yeah, it's not going to go well. Because you know, it's you and me, which we're really good friends. And we can sit and bullshit about a lot of things. But I just don't know how this is going to go. Have we ever done with just you and me before? I want to say way back um, in the first couple, if like Neil couldn't be on for something. You know, back when it was a three-man crew. Yeah. Now it's a yeah. five-person uh, crew. So If it did happen, we didn't remember it probably by choice so there you go but um yeah i was just sitting here playing some solitaire watching some hockey waiting for you to get on so living my best life but uh what what's this roommate you're getting a roommate i am i'm renting out my spare room because you know college loan payments are coming back uh gonna be paying soon so um pretty much that any excess funds that I had with the job would have been taken up. So in order for me to get some food and, you know, have a little bit of extra money, use the room. So uh, not, not a bad strategy by any means. I don't know if I could have a roommate. It'd be tough. It's, it's definitely going to be tough. Um, it's, it's one of my sister's friends or something. I don't know the person all that well. I don't know or at all. So I'm a little not sure of how exactly this is going to go. Um, but at the same time, like, I didn't necessarily look that hard. And I was just told that this person needs a needs a, a room to rent. So, um, and my sister helped me out when I, you know, didn't have a place to live. So it's kind of, you know, help out one of her friends. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Like. I, I had a, a guy I worked with when he bought a house. He had roommates for the longest time, and he was younger than me at the time. And I think maybe that's part of it. I think he was more comfortable with more people. But um, as far as like a financial, financially smart move, yeah, it makes sense. So, I mean, it, yeah, it's gonna and like part of the deal is also that if I'm gone, like they're gonna take care of the dog. So um, that also. Uh, bodes what, well so, for for our motorcycle trip hopefully this summer uh yeah it's happening don't worry about that but so i guess how how's it work when you're renting out a room do you have a contract that you put together or what i haven't even made one of those or looked one up or anything so oh see i don't know if it's something you have to do like uh, if you if you're going through like a rental management company or or renting out an entire unit rather than just a room i, I don't know like it was pretty informal when I would just rent rooms when I lived in New Zealand, but I, I just don't know the way of things now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, it's I'm thinking about it. Um, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do, but we'll see. 
I got a few. Are days. you going to tell them to listen to the podcast? No. Why not? They'll be your roommate. There, I will probably will not have a whole lot of association with them. Aside from living with them, yeah. Aside from living with them, we're just two different people. I I don't know. Boy, I get that, but you're gonna see each other eventually, Marty. Right. Um. But at the same time, I've also spent a good chunk of my weekend, you know, getting the room ready. Not that I was really ever in the room, but I had stuff in the closet. Um, that was just kind of stashed away. So I've relocated a bunch of stuff into my room. Um, I took the PlayStation out of the main living room. So I put it in my bedroom. So um, now that means I'm going to be more even what I I was already back playing more games. But now I'm going to be like, all right, I can be here and play games and be all right. And I got a chair. So I'm not just laying down like I'm 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 like properly sitting and functioning now in this situation. Well, that'll be exciting to see. But so when did when did they move in here? No clue. Oh. I'm full wow. of information, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, that's cool though. Literally, I mean, she could be coming in like, I don't know, in twenty minutes or in two days. I don't know. Could she really be coming in twenty minutes? It's eight fourteen. Yeah. I don't know. You're gonna have someone who shows up at like eight forty without any notice. I gave you know, them a key, and they got, they got some stuff in, in the room already. Oh, wait. So, okay, they already have the key. So they've yeah. already basically started moving in. They dropped some stuff off, yes. Oh, okay. See, that's what I was asking. Like, when are they moving in? Not like, are they there now? I don't know that they're when their first night that they'll be staying here. Let's put it that way. Okay. Well, fair enough. Well, what, uh, what, else, what else is new? I mean, that's kind of the big thing, I think. Yeah, no, that's uh, um, that's the biggest news. Um, stressful week last week. Just really kind of just a gut punch of a week. Um, work life and whatnot, but it's not something I want to get into. So, but we'll you brought it up. Well, no, I'm just saying that's what it was. So, but. You always see. You always mention something about being stressed out or having a lot to do, and now you say you don't want to talk about it. So now it makes me want to talk about it. Well, if this was your plan, it worked. We're not going to talk about it. You're not going to scratch that itch. But Andrew, what's new with you? What's going on? What's new with me? How was your weekend? Riding season again. I rode. It was great. But Marty, you can't just no. You gotta give me a good reason why you don't want to get into it. It's not like you telling you when you know. That listens to this. This is just a conversation between you and me at this point. No, it's just a bit raw still. Um, you know, something that I'm I'm very passionate about is um, looking like it's gonna uh, run its course, and it's it's very frustrating. So, um, that, is this a Star it. Wars game? No. Okay. All right. I'll leave it there. Um, but yeah. No. What's no? What's new with me? I don't. I don't know. I've just been in the best of moods the past couple weekends. So. Well, because you got on your uh, bike, you came yeah, down. That's, that's exactly it. You came I down not, the other weekend. I did come back down the other weekend. I guess we didn't talk about that, but it, it was good seeing you guys. Good riding a bit, but yeah, no, that's just I'm free again. It was really good free. seeing good seeing uh, one of one of our well, your family member, a friend of mine, and and her husband um, and their kids. It was good to see them. Oh yeah, yeah. I, you know, I had family. In the town where I grew up, Marty saw them, and he had to make it sound like that. That's weird. Well, we showed up at Subway, and your your nephew was like, who are you? And I said, oh, well, I'm, I'm Andrew's friend. And your sister goes, oh, but you're not my friend? Like, So it's on recording here <laughs> that I, I'm calling your sister my friend here. Okay, she'll appreciate there we go. that. So, look, she she's the middle child. She'll take everything as a slight. All right, she'll take that as a slight. So I'll wait to hear from that one. It was it was good to see your your sister, her husband, who is also my friend, and their brood. And it was also good to see your mom for a little bit. Of course, yeah. No, it's always good to see them. So, um, yeah, that was it was a good weekend. I'm, I was just thinking about it. Uh, earlier today, 
how it would be fun to go down there and hang out with you guys again. Um, sooner, sooner rather than later, figure something out. But uh, not in April and May, man. My April and May are nuts. That's fine. I go down there and hang out with other people. That is true. That is true. I'll probably aim for April and May now that you told me you're busy. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> no. Um, we're yeah, so we're old good friends, on. everybody, and he's going to aim for the time I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's because you haven't paid me yet. The tournament's not over. It's over. You cannot beat me. <laughs> that is that is true. Uh, Neither can Hannah or Tom. Damn Gonzaga. Really? <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I, I was looking today, my work pool, so everyone throws in like $10 and it's company-wide. So I think maybe it's like a $1,000 pot. If if North Carolina wins and Kansas wins and then Kansas wins the championship, I win the bracket, which would be pretty impressive considering there's like 120 entries. Are you, are you uh, liking your odds here? No, I'm not. Why not? I, I I feel okay about Kansas making it through and even winning the championship, but Duke, I just Duke NC in a semifinal with Coach K's last year. I don't even watch basketball, but I have feeling it's going to be one of those storybook moments because UNC trounced him in the ACC tournament, or not the ACC yeah, but, tournament. Uh, Coach K's last home game. Last home game, um, but then didn't didn't uh, Duke got them pretty good? I think earlier in Chapel Hill, or was it Chapel Hill? Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't mean earlier as much. The that, that's the it last. Still means something. That's the last game at Cameron. It's not just the coach. Look, I'm just saying it's possible, but I still probably won't watch the games. I'll just see what happens. But I was really surprised to see I was doing so well in that. So hey, I might be a few shekels richer. Probably not, though. Honestly, I've been really surprised. The ACC was supposed to have a down year and um, two teams in the Final Four. So, like, it just shows you that that's the best basketball conference. I suppose so. I won't disagree because I don't know enough. I mean, yeah, they have a lot of teams I hear about regularly. But, like I said, I don't really follow college basketball all too much anymore. But um, it's definitely slipped a lot for me. you know, when I was in college, we had uh, Coach Bennett, and WSU was doing really well. And that was, I would still say, not quite the height of my college basketball like interest and peak. Um, definitely middle but school and high school. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, your college team rooting for them was fun, and but yeah, it's not like it didn't seem like you're as interested then as you were when you're younger still. I guess I don't know a good way to put it in words, but I understand what you're saying. I guess that's what I'm saying. It's also a different, I would even say with the different era of when we're going back. Um, I mean, college football doesn't even seem like it's as big of a deal these days as it was um, up to like the 2010, like in the, as in the nineties was like growing, growing. And then kind of 2010, it just kind of petered, I would say. As its popularity. Well, are you talking about college football for yourself? I would say in general. I would say since Alabama just really started coming back and making its run, it just hasn't been as huge. Yeah, I mean, I I guess I could see part of that. Um, I won't agree with it fully. I still think there's there's a lot that college football can offer the uh, average fan or viewer that you don't get from professional sports. Um, but you do have the parody in pre- professional sports. And if, if that's what your issue is with, with the SEC dominance, then that's a fair point. Well, even, but thinking back to like basketball or even the football games, like I remember, what was it? The Oh, Oh, Oh five or Oh six Rose bowl. Texas versus SC, number one, number two, all year. Whole games leading up to it. SC has been, you know, back, back to back national champions or whatever at that point. Texas with Vince Young, um, you know, that's at its height. Um, 
a year or two later, then you have um, Texas Tech upsetting Texas in a night game. You have Michigan upset by Appalachian State. Um, Michigan-Ohio State games, which are, again, one and two, playing on Thursday night. Like, you have, like, these huge, huge games that are going on. Then you go back to the late 90s, where March Madness really, for me, gets crazier and picks up and becomes more significant. But you have Roy Williams leaving Kansas, where he was a successful coach for some umpteen years. And then he leaves to go back to coach at NC and he takes UNC or North Carolina back to the national title and wins after not being able to get over the hump in Kansas. But then you have Roy Williams versus Mike Krzyzewski. We got all the, uh, the good Duke teams right about then. You have a lot of good UNC teams. Gonzaga's making its rise. Um, Kentucky, Arizona, Lute William, or Lute Olson. I mean, you have so many teams of the UCLA teams. It's kind Look, of at a you're just scene naming it. things that you remember from the past, Marty. You're living in the past. There's still a lot of good basketball out there, a lot of good football. That's my diagnosis. But I, though I would say the problem of why college has tapered off in its significance is that they had the one and done rule or kids stopped going to school for three, four years. And so you wouldn't have these teams that were really good um, over sustained periods of time. And you'd get these superstar kids that are coming in, and they're doing one year, and then they're out. Uh, Paulo Banchero for Duke, he's he's probably going to be the number one overall pick. One year in, he's done. Yeah, but you can't blame the kid for wanting to get paid. No, but that's kind of where I to me March Madness and college basketball started wane when it's when they started and shifted that rule as opposed to you having to be a junior senior to declare for the draft or well, sophomore. Still, 3 years 3 years there's out, a lot, right? There's still a good amount of predictability in the tournament and it's full of storylines and it's still enjoyable to watch. I mean, you and Hannah were getting pretty into it talking back and forth. Um more so than me, Neil, or Tom. That's so like, it's not like it's it's Hannah's one one sport. It's like her one time of year that she's like. She would in. hate this podcast right now. She loves March Madness. It's the thing no, she but lives I, for. Right, right. But I mean, talking about sports in general, she would have tuned out before we got to March Madness. She would still be in this March Madness conversation. I don't know. Would she know all the nuances and the different rule changes? Probably not. But she would be in this. Well, I'm sure she probably would. She seems like a big enough fan. She's all about them brackets. Even if she can't say Gonzaga, right? Gonzaga. Did you see I uh, I went by Gonzaga's campus, sent you guys a photo. Yeah, you sent a picture of the McCarthy Center. Womp womp. Womp womp womp. <laughs> you guys didn't say anything. I just thought I happened to be in the area. I was just breaking off from a friend up there. And I was like, I'm going to stop in here and get a picture. Cause at that point Gonzaga had lost. So I haven't been in there for a basketball game. I've only been in there for a yellow card concert when the building was about a year old. Wow, Marty. Yeah. Living it up. Yellow card. I and keep... I saw Guster there as well. So two bands. Oh, Guster. Yeah. That bongos. I remember, I remember, I remember your Guster and yellow card phase almost. That was that was a good um, phase. I just listened to Guster today. I was well. I've been like looking around, and there's a good amount of people coming through Spokane, um, but even playing over in Western Washington. Right, all these concerts are coming about again, and I'm really excited to go to some concerts. But they're usually like weird times, like middle of the week. Yeah, at the <laughs> so. oh, what is it? What's the venue up there? Oh, there's a few, but you're probably thinking of the Knitting Factory. That's the one. Yeah, but I don't know. It's kind of cool seeing all these concerts come around, especially, you know, for, I guess, since the end of 2019. I haven't stopped listening to music. I've probably been listening to more music, too, and discovering these new bands. And all of a sudden, I have a chance to see these new bands, but it's just overload of opportunity. And so I'm not going to do anything 
I think I'm going to never go to a concert again. Yeah, screw it. Motorcycle trips. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about motorcycle trips, Marty. All right. I'm just going to throw this out there since no one else is here to say yay or nay. WSU plays at Wisconsin this year in September. Now, the second half of the ride there might be a bit boring, but we can stop you by the uh, Indian factory and then uh, we can go to a football game. You know, talk to me in a few months. I'm uh, talking to you now, Marty. I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm very interested in that. It's 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 a little bit wild. I was I was thinking about that today. Actually, I was like, it's a possibility. But, it's in September, uh, right? Yeah, September. Um, well, somebody's know, not getting married this September, so I think I have that good. Yeah, I'm not sure about marriages and whatnot, but uh, I mean, we still want to do Vegas. So, Tom, if you listen, we still want to do Vegas, but we're just not sure on the timeline of everything going on. So. Do you think Tom listens when he's not on here? Yeah, quality control. He has to. Yeah. Okay. He he, he is he is probably uh, one of our, our more staunch devoted listeners. There's your he sister. was then he then he was just uh, there's your sister and then there's librarian and that, that's about it that I can name off the top of my head. Peter listens occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he Peter goes and he goes in spurts. He, he misses it for a while. I think he just uh, actually he commented what yesterday um, about uh, my my feelings on the Beatles. So, well, yeah, he said uh, you should be lambasted because you apparently said that you should be lambasted or you expected to be. I'm not the biggest Beatle fan. What can I say? I don't remember. I mean, I don't remember the context, but it might have been. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. I don't remember the context. Like, I'm totally fine with someone saying they're not the biggest Beatle fan. Oh, but it's Neil, not like you're saying they're the, inconsequential to the music scene of the time. The documentary <laughs> that Neil, that's on Disney Plus, that Neil was watching. That's probably where it came from. Mm. That, that was ah. a while back. You know what? Now that Neil's not here, I did finish the book of Boba. Oh, Boba Fett. Well, yeah. what'd you think? I uh. I was a little confused for a little bit because okay. we started watching it and then we stopped and then we came back to it and I'm like, wait, is this the Mandalorian? And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, it all started coming together. Um, I don't know. I, I thought it was okay. It was entertaining. It didn't, I wouldn't say it was really gripping, you know, obviously since I was able to stop watching for such, such a long time, um, but I enjoyed it. I think uh, I, I kind of remember some of Neil's gripes in regards to how they ruined Boba Fett as a character. I disagree to that a little bit with that. I mean, it's it's an evolution of a character just because he didn't have a larger role in what he views as classic Boba Fett in the original trilogy. Doesn't mean it's wrong what they did with him. I mean, he's literally a blank slate. Like there wasn't a lot of lines, there wasn't a lot to go off of. Yeah, they exactly. They could do what they want. And it's not, it's not what he envisioned or wanted him to be. But yeah, but you didn't write it, now did you, Neil? I'm just happy we got more Star Wars. Like, oh, well, you're, you're going to get it. plenty of Star Wars. That, that's not going to be an issue at all. And you're going to milk milk that for everything. And I like some fan service moments, like seeing him escape the Sarlacc. Yeah. Yep. And then taking the slave one back to the Sarlacc. That was cool. Yeah. But no, I'd be curious to actually talk with all you guys. Mostly I just want to hear Neil complain about it again to see what his <laughs> complaints complaints were in full. Um, but he's one of those characters, not, not Boba, but Neil, he's one of those guys that he might've just been saying it to say it. He can be kind of contrary sometimes. Do you have any like, Things that you absolutely loved or that you hated about it? Absolutely loved or absolutely hated. Um, I guess, I don't know if I love or hate, but the Naboo Starfighter, I just, I don't see how that'd be comfortable. You're not able to, there's no sleeping quarters. You can't get up. It's, I mean, sure, it's fast. And that's That was just me watching it thinking like, why would you, that's not what you're looking to buy at all. But then he just went with it. Well, it's the and same with, really, like, the X-Wing, too, for Luke. 
Well, yeah, I suppose. But the nature of what uh, the Mandalorian did for work had him traveling more often originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess on, in, in regards, I, I didn't notice it until Caitlin pointed it out. But CGI Luke just, mm-mm. you start watching his mouth and it just doesn't feel right. That was a real actor this time. Was it? <laughs> well, then what they do with uh, the the voice was off then. I think um, I know it was a different actor. Hold on. That Who, played who's it. the actor? Because uh, the actor, he makes a, he makes another appearance somewhere in there. Not as Luke. Oh, he's one of the, the rebel pilots that uh, are the, um, the Republic pilots in the X-Wing that shows up to um, interrogate Mando in the Naboo fighter. And then he like shoots off. So that's that actor. But um, the actor that that... they used in Mandalorian season two, they didn't use him again. And then that's where they use the deep fake of, of Mark Hamill. So I'm looking at photos here. Whatever image I saw was definitely doctored, and obviously the voice was changed, and it just didn't mesh well. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Well, uh, and then I'm not a big fan of I'm not a big fan of Grogu coming back, but I understand why it had to happen. Why? Why it had to happen, or why am I not a big fan? Both. I I just don't think they would have given him that latitude. I think that's kind of unrealistic. Um, and then as far as why it had to happen, I mean, if he was going to be at the Academy, he would have been wiped out. Right. And probably for the fans, they won't want that unless they're able to somehow grow him a lot quicker. Save him. He's independent, but that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. I, I guess I'd be more content. They could figure something out in that regard, but no, I don't know. Did you have a favorite, favorite bit? Or least favorite bit? You know, I honestly loved the dancing with the Tuscans. Those first two episodes were pretty good. Why? Why? Dan- dancing with the Tuscans. Not dancing with wolves, dancing with Tuscans. That was good. Okay. It, it gave you if, you, if you were thinking like seminal aliens of like that you remember from from Star Wars, the sand people are up there. Like Jawas, Ewoks, Sand People, um, Wampas, like, shoot, I mean, original trilogy, that's like, those are the ones that you remember. Wookiees, like. Yeah, no. Well, yeah, no, I I thought it gave gave them, Tuscans a lot more depth than they had previously as well. And I think, you, you know, that's that's what a lot of these shows are going to do is they're, you know, expanding on the universe. They're going to have a chance to expand on a lot of different races and individuals that you never had. You got a, chance to do. a little bit more of it, too, in uh, the first episode of uh, season two of The Mandalorian with the um, with the um, um, Karate Dragon that they had to get from the Pearl. I don't that, know if I remember that. Oh, you you remember it, but they um, but in there, I mean, one of Neil's complaints is you have a a galaxy or universe full of planets and stars and alien creatures, and we're on this dumb desert planet all the time of Tatooine. Tell tell another story somewhere else. Yeah. So yeah. Uh- and Kenobi's coming, and so we're going to be back on Tatooine. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. We'll see what he thinks there. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how that's going to be. I mean, I, I'll watch it, I'm sure. Um, I just don't know what they're going to pack into it, I suppose, which is good, you know, going into it, not really having an idea what they're going to do. So, And so you finished Book of Boba Fett. Have you finished Letter yeah. Kenny? I think we did. I must say yes. How about that? Was I right? Well, I don't know. What'd you say? 
great show. Yes, it's good. It's good. I'd even go as far as say great. Uh, it's really, really, the the writing's really witty. Um, and the dialogues that they put together are really entertaining. So I, I thought overall the show was very entertaining. And then the way it was shot, because even though they had a lot of quick, quick dialogue that you either had to have subtitles on or watch it a second time to catch, they'd have these shots that were in slow motion with, you know, pulsing trap music for the most ridiculous situations. Um, <laughs> the soundtrack overall was great. Um, I, I really liked the soundtrack. Um, but yeah, no, the, the show is good. I, I don't, are they making more of it? I'm sure they are. Yeah, they're making more and they're making a, um, making a spinoff about Shorzy. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be interesting. But um, the other fun news is that they're taking the show on stage so right now they're actually going around the country doing letter kenny live and they're doing stage shows of letter kenny okay so that might be something to look into it might come to spokane i know it was in seattle not too long ago yeah uh, it could be something but uh i don't know i'd still need my subtitles <laughs> <laughs> so maybe not but no it was good it was a good suggestion um and I had, before you suggested it, I'd seen maybe one episode before and thought, oh, that's good, but just not never anything I stuck with. Uh, Caitlin is pretty good about, all right, we're watching this. This is what's happening. So she she kept us going on that train, and I'm happy, happy for it. But, yeah, anyone that's listening, if you have a chance, you should watch it. Marty approved. Andrew endorsed. So it has to be The good. highest praise, really. So any yeah. particular highlights, any particular highlights? Oh gosh. After what? 10 seasons. You're supposed to pick something out of that. Um, like I said, soundtrack ten, was fantastic. 10 uh, short seasons, six episodes, six or seven episodes. Yeah. 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 But it's still a lot of content to boil down. Uh, I really liked Riley and Jonesy together. I like their characters. Oh, the hockey players. Ferda. And how, and how they're one person, always. <laughs> um, yeah, the characters are really just the shining point of the show. The plot, some of it absurd. Well, not really absurd. I don't know. It's uh, but the characters is where it shines. I think. All right, good characters. I like it. That's enough TV talk, Marty. I I would say Golly. I would say the the holiday episodes are the best. They're solid. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was it? They did uh, Century Club at one point. Yes, they? they did do Century Club. Yeah, <laughs> I laughed about that. Uh, so and if you guys aren't aware what Century Club is, it's what a shot of beer every minute for... 100 minutes. 100 minutes, yeah. Yeah, that sounds rough. I don't think I've ever done a proper Century Club or Power Hour. I, Probably I, for the best. I haven't done them either. I've attempted and failed. It's the foam that gets you. Yeah. Yep. D- have what? you not heard that story? Of the foam getting of, you? No, of the of the attempted Century Club. Uh, I might have. You should refresh me. Oh, this goes back to college. Um, sitting there watching WSU lose a, a blowout to... Um, SC, I get a phone call from our good buddy Nick. Go Century Club, picking you up in five minutes. Picks me up, drives me over to our our friend's uh, Holly's place, and we get our beers lined up and everything. We get our timer set, and we start going going at the Century Club. I should preface this that before Nick came and picked me up, I had was eating Oreos and had a Coke. So I was already like full. Like I wasn't like in, I wasn't on empty gut or anything and it just not good, but I made it to 37 or 43 somewhere in there, but I made it more, I made it farther than Nick, but it was painful. It was not good. (sighs) Yeah. How are you supposed to get a full 100 minutes of that? It's, 
you gotta the trick is you gotta you can't shoot the beer because then it'll foam up. You have to like sip it gently. Take use the whole minute. Hmm. Okay. Well, uh, so you're eating Oreos and drinking Coca Cola. I vividly remember this because they were Halloween Oreos that were <laughs> that were uh, um, they'd been open for a while, so they were a little bit stale. Like I needed to get them done, but I was living in the dorm, so you had to do what you did. That's, that sounds gross. I guess I probably ate like that when I was younger too. It's just ugh. I. When you when you're stuck in the dorm and you don't want to go down to the to the the little market to get something better to eat and all you have in your room are Oreos, you do with you do what you have. Oh, sounds kind of ridiculous. Um, maybe we should try a power hour, not power hour, but a Century Club. You know, recorded. Oh, this is gonna be great. Yeah. <laughs> this this could be something. Um, <laughs> Might might have to record on a Friday, possibly. This might have to be a Saturday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One one of the days where we don't have to work the next day. Um, but we'll we'll play with that idea. But yeah, I mean that's that's eight beers, a little over eight beers. If you're doing eight beers, or sorry, you're doing an ounce and a half pours. It's more. Yeah. it's more than eight beers what yeah 14 beer what is it it's a lot of 1.5 times 12 <laughs> no i i don't know yeah let's not do the math right now listeners get back to us i i guess it's 150 ounces isn't it god yeah. i'm dumb <laughs> 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 listeners if you want to divide that by 12 let me know what that is it's like 13 and a half beers it's about 14 beers Okay. Well, you know what? Actually, yeah. 150 ounces. Yeah. Because 12 times 12 is 144, so 13 beers. Whew. Um, all right. But, like I was saying, riding season's back on. I'm assuming you've been getting out. Uh, I got out um, the weekend that you were here. A little bit the week leading up to it. I got out once or twice last week. Um, and I didn't get out at all this weekend. So, yeah. Well, so you're coming into your first full season of riding because mm-hmm. well, you bought your bike in May. So yeah, you had a full, pretty good full season last year too, but coming into your second season, what have you learned? Um, I'm, I'm learning more all, all the time. Um, keep watching videos and everything else. It's it's really funny to see to see like how much like you do for like driver's ed and everything else and then like compare to like how much that you get with the motorcycle it's like the more inherent dangerous activity it's it takes more there's less opportunity to go out and practice and then that you have to like develop more skill associated with it than driving a car and so it's just it and even then, like sometimes I have to like I have to get back into the mindset. I've been driving a car for twenty twenty plus years, right? But I'm only um, one year into riding, but even then, not a full year. So I have a lot of things to still learn and practice and develop and get used to. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, and that's I guess that's a healthy mindset that you're always learning and always improving and developing. But aside from tactile skills and riding in general what else have you learned about having a motorcycle or just everything that comes with it i've learned that it's it's an expensive hobby (laughs) (laughs) that's funny yeah because some people are like oh yeah i'm gonna get a motorcycle it's cheaper than a car i'm like "Eh, not really it's like the money that you put into it, like your your car has all these safety features that you're paying for up front when you buy the car, right? Well, the motorcycle, like, yeah, you get the motorcycle, it looks all pretty and does does all the things with all the bells and whistles, but then you got to buy all the safety equipment. And then because usually it's stock or whatever else, then you got to customize it to do the things and, and be how you want it to be. 
where for most people, like a stock car is perfectly fine, but a stock motorcycle is kind of like, uh, <laughs> like, I don't know. And so there's, no, there's nothing wrong with a stock motorcycle. I'm going to throw that out there. There's but nothing think- wrong with it, but it's, it doesn't generally fit a person or a rider's mentality. Like I needed to get saddlebags cause I wanted to take stuff with me. What do I have in there? Absolutely like nothing, <laughs> but I had to have it <laughs> like well, that. I mean, eventually you'll have something in there. It's nice to have the option to have that storage. Right. I mean, yeah, you can wear a backpack, but a backpack isn't comfortable for long trips. Then it's also probably not the safest thing to have something on your back if you were to go down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then you got to look at maybe new mirrors or, like, different fairings, different pipes, like, uh, exhaust, like, all the different, like, um, like I got to I gotta buy an LED headlight because I rode at night for the first time, really, um, the other week. And, oh, my gosh, like headlight does not it's not awesome at all so i gotta (laughs) (laughs) like flick on the high beam and i saw less than i could see with the low beam and so yeah like i i it's one of those things of you know you don't you don't you never want to override or overdrive your headlights or outdrive your headlights and but i felt like i was I wasn't driving. Like I couldn't even see the pavement with the high beam almost in front of me. I was like, this is not good. And ruts or road road uh, or animals scurrying across, like not going to be good. So I got to change that Close out. Close your eyes. You'll be fine. Um, I got to, I got to put a, a luggage rack and I got to buy the, um, a spare seat to go over the top. So, when I have my put my other luggage rack on the on the um, on the bike, that it doesn't just sit on the on the um, on the tail fender. So there's just there's just always something. There's always going to be something, and it just bugs me right now that you know it'll be good to have money to 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 make those little changes on some things as well. Yeah. I you know what it's those initial costs though that are the steepest because once you get into this you're gonna already have your protective gear you're gonna have but you gotta you gotta do protective setup. gear every couple of years because it 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 deteriorates well I mean as far as like the clothing as long as the seams aren't coming apart and they're main t- like they they'll last quite a while the helmet they say you know, five years on average, if you're riding every single day and you're sweating like a pig, maybe you replace it every year to two years. Have you seen but, me? I'm a bald man. The, there, there is no hiding the sweat. It goes right into that pad right. in that helmet. But you <laughs> you still wear a skull cap or something like that. That's easier to wash and you always wash the pads themselves. Like, Do I look like a allows. skull cap guy, kind of guy? With a helmet on, you look like a guy with a helmet on. I can barely get my ears in that darn thing. <laughs> you think okay. that skull cap is going to stay But I'm right? just saying that initial cost is the steepest, and you won't feel it forever. Well, I got to I gotta get some riding pants. Like, I want to change out a jacket. I want to get better gloves. Like, I want to get – like, there's things I want to get. I want to get actual armor for my jacket. Like, there's, there's things I want to do. Yeah, yeah. All comes I mean, I can take my experience. I do have two jackets, but I can take the armor out of one, put it in the other, but it's still missing the back protector. Like that's something I want to get. I want to have, especially going on the trip. I don't necessarily fully trust myself yet of not putting the bike down and worrying about my knees and other stuff and road rash. And yeah, no, no one wants road rash, but I'm, yeah, I'm excited for the big trip. But also smaller trips, um, yeah. Start figuring some of those out. It was like so I had a small one to come see you guys, but uh, it's just so good, so good. What has been your least favorite thing about riding so far? Cold. You get. 
<laughs> no hesitation, cold. You do get pretty cold. And the ride that we did down to Lewiston, where it was pouring rain, we were drenched. And man, that was cold. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that cold. And then that trip that we that you just came down for that weekend, we rode out to Dayton and then um turned around, came back and your cousin and I on our on our intercoms the whole way back. Um, I think even you were probably still in range, you probably could have heard us just be like, Oh, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like um, I didn't catch that. I wish I did. Cause it was but, um, it was something. So it's just it gets you know, I'm I'm a summer child. I need I need things to be above 50 degrees. Yeah, when I was younger, I could be out there and I, you know, shorts and t-shirt or run around not so much. Um ever since I hit about 25, I I I got old real quick. It's all right. Just layer up, you'll be fine. What about you? What's your least favorite thing about riding? Oh my oh. Uh Right now, it's just you can't ride when there's snow and ice. <laughs> well, not with that attitude. Yeah, I'm going to have that attitude for the rest of my living life, probably. That That's my least favorite thing is just, you know, I moved over to where I have an even shorter season, which has been unfortunate, but um, <laughs> give and take with everything in life. That's my least favorite part, I'd say. Um I guess another thing is I do, if I could, I I would take it anywhere. Obviously, I can't use it for work. But then if me and Caitlin are going anywhere and we have Lucy, like, can't really always take it. So that, you know, when it comes to planning and choosing between what I want and what would be the most sensible, it's a a tug of war. Do you you ever get the, I mean, speaking of Lucy, do you ever get people going, well, you can get her a sidecar. You can get a sidecar. Do you ever get that? Oh, God. I hate yes. it. Yes. All the time. I, okay. So I have no problem with a sidecar by any means, but I'm not going to put my dog in a sidecar for very long, if at all. Like, because, you know, you look at someone that falls off a bike with all the protective gear and it can still go sideways, right? I'm not going to put my mm-hmm. dog in that situation. Um, Caitlin really wants me to get a sidecar just for her. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's like maybe sixth or seventh on the list of motorcycles that I plan on buying. So maybe by the time I retire, she'll get what she wants, but it is on the list. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And not, not saying it's staying at six or seven. It can be bumped down very easily, (laughs) but so, uh, yeah. It, yeah, people do tell me, oh, get a sidecar, and I joke about, it. oh, yeah, get them doggles, and it'll be great fun, but no. Agreed. I hate that they always ask that. Like, yeah. If, and I've only been writing for a year. A year. And I'm tired of it. I'm over it. You're going to get a lot of the same questions and comments for the rest of your writing career, though. I I know. Ooh, that was a big you know, I mean, people come up and tell you about someone they knew that died on motorcycle <laughs> i actually haven't got any of those the only one that i've got is from really? my dad yeah but that's because um my dad um he was coming back from a fishing trip from dayton to walla walla and he had a bunch of people in the car and there's a dip on the straightaway or like where the bend is and it the dip is just low enough that you can like miss the headlights or anything like that. And this guy, he was known to the police to be always like speeding up and down, um, and go to the local bars and everything. But he like modded his bike to be faster than all the police cars. And this is back in the seventies, seventies, early eighties. And the guy came up and didn't see my dad's car, but his big blue truck. I don't know how he missed it. Um, I don't know if it was an ad or anything. I wasn't around. Um, slammed into the back of my dad's truck, went through the back windshield and into the front windshield. 
next day, my dad went out, got the bike, his bike out of, out of the garage and put the bike out in the front yard and put a for sale sign up. And so he never rode a bike afterwards. He it, bought a scooter. He bought several scooters, but not another motorcycle. Yeah. But it's that. not like your dad was the one flying down the highway like that. But yeah, no, that's one of the comments. It's like, yeah, there's been people that I know that have passed away, but I also know people that passed away driving cars, mm-hmm. you know, more, more that have passed away that way. But, you know, and just to add people drive the guys, <laughs> the guy's speedometer was like topped out. Like he was going super fast. There were, there was no like nothing. Yeah. So yeah. reckless driving under the influence or riding under the influence and whatnot. So not my dad's fault at all. No. But, yeah. So, well, yeah. sounds like he came up behind him, right? Yeah. Cars. I mean, mechanical failures, um, people dying in those accidents all the time. It's tragic. It sucks. And just, you know, you got to be vigilant on the road, you know, watch for motorcycles, watch for other cars, watch for the other guy, anticipate. Yeah. So. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It'd be tough for me to give it up at this point. I, I know that. I thoroughly enjoy it. It's therapeutic. I will tell you hard week last week. It was writing was the best part of my week. See, there you go. There you go. But no. Well, what else do we have to talk about between you and me and Marty? I don't know. We talk fairly often. Like we've we've kind of rehashed like conversations we've already had like this whole episode, I feel like. Well, yeah. I mean, the Boba Fett Boba Fett's new. But. Yeah, but um Yeah. Any big plans coming up for this weekend? This I mean, coming weekend? We're getting into April. You got a fool? No. Uh, so, yeah, second and third. I don't think I have plans, but I'll figure out something. Are we deep diving? Maybe. Possibly. Just possibly. All right. You heard it here, folks. We're potentially deep diving this weekend. Do they know what that is? Yeah, they know rock and stone. That's all we okay. do anymore. We rock stone and ride motorcycles. Yeah, rock stone, ride motorcycles. Can we, life. Can we rename our Rocket League team that? What, rock, rock and Stone? Rock, Stone, and Motorcycles. Possibly. We'll have to see what Neil thinks about it. We could probably change it and he'll never notice. Yeah, well, we'd have to go back and play the game too, so there's that. It's been yeah. a while. Yeah. Has, I guess we've been saying that a lot lately. Listeners, we'll you've been with that. you've been with us long enough. We've like officially like moved on from Rocket League almost. Hold on now. We have not moved on. Okay. More or less. It's still there. More or less. Okay. Right. Well, I, I think that's it. I mean, there's only so much we can talk about and before we start repeating ourselves. Uh I I guess. Yeah. All right. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but that's just normal course of things. All right. Well, uh, we learned a lot about Andrew, and we learned a lot about Marty, because it's just us. You know, you were along for the ride. Uh, We Are Plans Are Optional. You can find us at Plans Are Optional on Facebook. You can find us at Optional Plans on Twitter. Uh, Please interact with us. We like the interaction. We had a good back and forth with, with Canadian Neil. Uh, we'd love to have that interaction with you, so um, get on it. With that, we will talk to you next week. Since Hannah's not here. Bye. Okay, bye. Oh, who has to pee?